0: Reading
1: Roulette.net. This is Reading Roulette, the world's only choose-your-own-adventure literary podcast. Hosted by Priam Ward. I'm Bill Lyon, and this week, choose-your-own-adventure number three, By Balloon to the Sahara, by D. Turman. This is part two of two. Reading Roulette. Choose.
2: Reading Roulette. Choose your own
3: reading roulette. Choose your own adventure podcast. In just a moment, the exciting conclusion...
1: Brian There's a schoolhouse in the center of the village and it has a stairway which leads down to a mysterious tunnel But on this table there's a bunch of gold coins that just appeared magically
0: hmm. Okay
1: you want to take the coins or you want to investigate this tunnel You can't do both Sorry
0: sorry can't do both Oh I have oh, been, been to this village in this village I've been to this village. Oh, I've been to this village. So be it. And I was following uh, the unfortunately a, named, unfortunate named Professor sort of Hardly Wright's right, 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 map of uh, Marco Polo's man. treasure.
3: How much longer
0: must I waste in this miserable city? There's an old uh, saying, I think it was Roger Ebert that said this, that the only people that can uh, come up with funny names, it was uh, Groucho, Groucho Marx. Mar- 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 be it. He looks like a Russian. um, uh, How much longer must I waste in this miserable city? He looks like a Russian. um, a terrible. Be like it. Like like <inaudible> or you know when like one of the guys dies and like their uh, insane cousins, you know that's like been hold up in the, you know the like tower. How
2: much longer must I waste in this miserable
0: city? An imbecilic oh, man job. Exactly
1: what this professor exactly looks, exactly looks like. So, Professor Wright captures your hider balloon with his boat. Um, you go on a treasure hunt with them, take over the expedition when he dies of brain fever. Get buried alive with Marco Polo's silk, discover a lost city, your guides abandon you in the night, follow your own footprints in a circle and die in the sand, find an abandoned village run by dead aliens, get attacked by an eye patch dude, and abandoned on a tiny raft at sea.
0: All this and more, if you elect to follow an insane Russian czar <laughs> out of time who claims to be an expert on ancient Africa, do you doubt his credentials yes guys? i have nothing but doubt for his credentials i shall bleed dead he, 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 he doesn't seem to be in shape for the expedition.
2: i shall bleed death.
0: the thing in the movie if you see somebody <laughs> in, the, in the opening you know real
2: and the thought caused my heart to hesitate and weak.
0: if you see somebody kind of you know shaky in one of these uh, choose your own adventure books i shall bleed death. It's possible, it's possible that, that it's possible brain, brain fever brain might be the cause of
2: their and death. the thought caused my heart to hesitate.
0: Out of the two of the three books we've read, brain fever has taken <laughs> down. Dap- <laughs> dap- d- Unless dap- you
2: open the door dap- at once, I shall bleed to death.
0: It's possible that so, so it's possible brain, brain fever might be the cause of their, the
2: cause of their death. Unless you open the door at once, I shall bleed to death.
1: Was this so like a days thing days in like
0: 1979?
2: I a thing. I should bleed to death. See, like, you know, like Jack the Ripper or something like that in London.
0: You're not alone with the Ripper. Brain fever.
3: Let's talk about you.
0: You know, you meet like a prostitute with a herd of gold. Oh shit, she's got brain fever. I'm never gonna find the Ripper now. Let's talk about you was that like he's like a surgeon you know and he's also he's also amazing.
2: i shall bleed to death
0: you know you meet like a, a prostitute with a heart of gold oh shit she's got great i'm never gonna find the ripper <laughs> I'm now. never gonna find the ripper
2: now. unless you open the door at once i shall bleed to death
0: Oh shit! The last three people that, shit, that work for people
1: people him—man, people you know, brain fever. Yeah, you know. Or like a spy, for like Washington. That's Bio one of the George George oh, books. We'll oh go yeah, that's right. They're kind of perfect. You have, time to like, have the brain fever. You invite like, like George Washington, Ben Franklin, Washington and brain fever for tea. Oh, there's four places set here. One for you. Who's the fourth guest? The fourth guest, George Washington, brain fever. Talk about you. The fourth guest, George The fourth guest, George, George Washington. The fourth guest, George
2: And the thought caused my heart to hesitate and grow You know, I always hated Ben
0: Franklin. I always really, really hated him. But you know, let's uh, talk about you. this wasn't on purpose. I've read a lot about him lately. <laughs> i stumbled
1: <laughs> upon learning about, <laughs> about <laughs> a lot of oh, this frankly so, so are we, we're on this hot air balloon what are you <laughs> doing? oh brain fever okay so you're on, you're on this expedition to find marco polo's treasure there's a couple couple endings i'm just going to run through the endings here real quick All there's right. some
0: really interesting endings so you here get buried alive with marco polo's treasure not one of the interesting endings. discover
1: <laughs> the lost city of zimkaka gold coins turned to pebbles space vehicle locked in a dark cell with an evil red eye being that will devour you, deceive primitive villagers as flashlight god <laughs> or your raft
0: sinks and you drown. You know, I, I kind of getting tired already on the third book with getting beaten into a cage. You know, it's You're in always, a cage so much. You're, you get, you get beaten into a so cage much. over and over. This guy that comes out He looks like, uh, I thought he looked like one of the guys from The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, yeah, and he comes out and he yells at you. He's got a sword and, like, a sheepskin. He's just a lunatic from the desert. The only endings you get from him are, uh, shitty. He throws you in a cave in some cage. It sucks.
2: No, I won't go with you. I'm so
0: sick of, of... Being thrown in cages by people. If it's fucking aliens, if it's Atlanteans, sheepskin-wearing lunatics. Preach, I'm sick and tired of this. Three books in, I'm 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 already past. Quit throwing me in a cage.
3: The door will not yield to your fists, nor shall I yield to your words.
0: Uh, In some cage, it sucks.
2: No, I won't go with you. I I I don't want people
0: go. Exactly.
3: The door will not yield to your fists, nor shall I yield to your words.
0: I'd rather be slaughtered by the chieftain's sword minion.
1: No.
2: Gore
0: or Mir? How could we forget?
1: G-O-R Or M-I-R Gore or (laughs) Mir? You gotta choose.
3: The door will not yield to your fists, nor shall I yield to your words.
1: And if you choose gore, you get locked in a cage with this red-eyed
0: demon that beats you. At least it's a demon. I'm so sick of uh, being thrown in cages by people, Stop if it's fucking it. aliens, if it's Atlanteans, sheepskin Preach. wearing lunatics. Preach. I'm sick and tired of Three this. Three books in, I'm already am already. Quit throwing this. me in a cage. I, I, I don't let people in, go. Exactly. No, I
2: will go with you. I, I, I don't I want let my people
0: in, go. Exactly.
2: No, I will go with you.
0: I, 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 I don't let want my people in, go. Exactly. Well, what did you think about the city of Zimkaka? Loved this. Uh, I actually Googled
3: it. Did you Google it? In just a moment, the exciting conclusion. Now to tie Wapmi's legs and toss the
1: carcass over my shoulder. Did you Google it? No hits? Zero. A potentate with thousands of fanatical followers. If you Google Lost City of Zimkaka, you'll be sorely disappointed. There's going to be nothing's going to come up.
0: Not even this book. A potentate with thousands of fanatical followers. By the choice of you not having anything to do with this professor, you end up in a village where no one is. There's food provided for you and shelter, but you never see anybody. Yeah, and ghost town. You, you crash there for a day or two, and there's some gold coins. Down the schoolhouse stairs you tread, each footstep echoing down the long tunnel. Harry is leading the way and you watch him in the dim light as he wags his tail and trots eagerly on. Soon you come to a large cavern which is lit in purple light. In the center is a space vehicle, silver bright with dimly glowing portholes. A doorway in the space vehicle opens, and you feel no hesitation. You boldly enter. Within, the space vehicle's walls glow. An odd mechanical voice says, I am Ord III of the planet Anson. Those of you who stand here have chosen honesty instead of wealth. It is you to whom we give our trust. I and my fellow travelers have died in your year of 1781. But we were able to save three of our children who rest in suspended life, awaiting your care. Push the button in the center of the table and they will be revitalized. Let them live with you, and when you are older, they shall repay your kindness with a journey into space and a visit to the planet Anson. Two days later, you and your friends reach the coast of Africa. You explain that you found your three new companions wandering in the desert, suffering from loss of memory. But nothing can explain why their eyes are yellow and how they know a name for every star.
1: Love that last sentence. Know a name for every star. It that struck cool. me as kind
0: of corny to begin with, but the more I reflected upon it, I kind of liked it. I liked it. Lame is the planet. Anson is lame. Sounds like some Quaker name,
1: not humanityity you know, enough. Give me an X and a Z in there somewhere. Yeah Give me some kind of funky space name
4: Asnox
1: Asnox Asnox. As-nox. As-nox.
4: Hey! give me some cut up funky space name yeah cut up space name cut
2: up bleed
4: give cut up space name cut up space name cut up space name cut up Funky space
1: oh, that's eight in numerology <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I was thinking
0: know. of like a briefcase and as people milled in hopeless confusion so who's hanging out in uh, in an african desert in 1781 who are you going to meet as a space alien and as people milled in hopeless confusion i don't know if that's just lazy writing or if there's some fascinating story of how they connected their calendars to ours well but, let me tell you about uh, some lazy writing here <laughs>
1: When you got, as much as I frickin' love some aliens popping up in my yeah. hot air balloon adventure, oh. this is called "By a Balloon to the Sahara. <laughs> and like, probably 30% of this book is about aliens. Yeah. I gotta tell you, you do that when you don't know anything about Africa. <laughs> Okay, if you got a book to write about Africa and 30% of your book is about <laughs> aliens, that means you didn't do your homework on Africa and you never knew nothing about Africa. Or balloons. Just, or balloons. I feel like I could have I could have maybe learned something about Africa here. Maybe, uh, I don't know,
0: something about Africa. Not gonna happen Not here. gonna happen. On the other side of the coin, no pun intended, spiritual wealth over material wealth, something like sure. that. Sure. What you're rewarded with is basically now your caregivers to these alien orphans
1: yeah and you say have some kind of hollywood mrs doubtfire situation with these kids or whatever i don't know what it is i don't know what the right movie is. but you gotta pretend you have these amnesic friends who you picked up in africa and your parents will be like <laughs> okay yeah right? time to buy two new beds at ikea oh. <laughs>
0: You know, it doesn't really say what they look like. It just they says they're new companions. Eyes. They have yellow eyes. I mean, are they going to be, did they have like wigs on or something? You're going home <laughs> and your dad is
1: asking some questions. Oh. You're not getting away with this.
0: What the hell? I mean, I, first I gave, of all, why did you get in no a balloon and go to fucking Africa? And that's how I found out Don Rickles died today. Oh, I, to I didn't even know.
2: And there Breaking a- news, people.
0: <laughs> you heard it here first. You're going to hear it in like two months when we release this don rickles is dead <laughs> is no more oh, but that's more than 24 hours ago i always liked Don rickles and the guy sure. who was uh uh I'm, I'm pointing up with my thumb to the ceiling but he was the announcer they had like some 70s radio show on. he was talking about grand funk railroad but before they were the railroad <laughs> i'm like what the fuck What's are you talking about i was just waiting for the lady to like do the shit and what are you talking about He was like, he didn't want to break the news. I don't know. it's Usually it's like dance music, top 40 stuff. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not the actual subway, the restaurant. I was getting lunch. Uh, Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, So the guy was like, he could barely bring himself to break the news.
3: Oh, but that's more than 24 hours ago.
0: Like, he could barely bring himself to break the news. He was talking about grand funk railroad before they were the railroad (laughs) he could barely bring himself to break the news
3: that's so foolhardy no one could be expected to make it that's why it has a chance of succeeding
1: yeah dicking around in a cave this is this is what we call Dicking around in a cave. We did a lot of this in the Cave of Time and now we're back again. I wrote down all the page numbers that cover this. Uh uh-huh. 30 pages, man. 30, this is a hundred- that many? That, that much? 117 page book, and you're dicking around in a cave for 30 pages. No idea there was that much cave dicking. Wow. All right, so my synopsis, you want to hear this? Bring on the pain My cage. first sentence. A lot of dicking around in a cave. <laughs> Absolutely. Going left or right. Ugh, the worst. Trapped the worst. with a mummy. Chased by horsemen to three multicolored cave doors, rafting through a cave river. Peter's sneeze triggers a, quote, rock slide, end quote. <laughs> Whatever. Secret underground government lab. Become invisible. A 10-year-old could fly a helicopter. Enter a, quote, time shift, end quote. Cave of time thing, syncing up with unrelated parts of the book. <laughs> you got a lot of endings here. You got one, two, three, twelve. 12, 12, 13 different endings.
0: There's some crazy random endings here. This is the most scattered part of the book. This is the worst part of the book. And it's introduced to you in the laziest way. You have a blue door, a red door, and a white door. Fuck me. Are you kidding? The only thing cool
1: about it is it's not just two. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's the only saving grace, (laughs) is that there's three choices. And I remember it being like a really foggy night. And like just looking out my window and seeing the gaslight out there. That's it. And that's like
1: 95%. God bless you.
0: I mean, I would have to sit on a couch and drag it out of me. I remember asking my dad this, something about his childhood. You know, did this happen to you or do you remember this? He's like, I don't remember basically any of my (laughs) childhood. I'm like, what are you, crazy? How can you not remember your own childhood? I, I barely remember that that ever happened. This fog of memory. I said, like, "How the fuck can you forget that you ever fought a Demon Clown?" Yeah,
1: yeah, you remember that complete childhood blackout, <laughs> complete out. block. That's great. God wow. bless you, I don't even want to jog your memory here with some stuff. Yeah, when you because said... No, it's, that's a great place to be. Everything was based on landmarks, that's why I didn't know streets. Speaking <laughs> of not remembering street names in your childhood, back to dicking around in a cave. No, I mean, it's really that boring. Like, basically, if you want to, like, experience... <laughs> We were doing that on purpose to give you a taste (laughs) of how boring (laughs) it is to dick around this cave. It's like listening to a guy try to remember his childhood childhood streets that he lived on. But
0: it does have one of my favorite.
1: (laughs) Are we still dicking around this cave? This is what the cave makes
0: us do. Oh, God.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. See, like we talked about this a Cave of Time, my number one fear, my, my maybe my only phobia is getting trapped in a cave. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Did we talk really? about a cave Fuck of time? No, no. Oh. We're yeah, going to have I, to go back and I've uh, got re- cave phobia. You have a cave phobia. phobia. This <laughs> <laughs> the little known sequel to Arachnophobia. <laughs> cave Sold one ticket. <laughs> Wasn't me. Did you see yeah. that?
0: Yeah. Uh, Shia LaBeouf's new movie. <laughs> it uh, debuted with one ticket sold. And I was always, I've told people this my entire life, that some of these movies that come out, even the worst movies imaginable, just the worst pieces of shit that would come out, still would make like a million dollars. Still to this day. I've told people even last month this. This is like my equivalent of your hot air balloon joke. People are just like... Whatever. Yeah, yeah, Whatever. Yeah. Get over it. But it Who finally cares? happened. Who cares? You finally happened. It, it finally have. happened. I'm like, these movies are so bad. I can't believe anyone, literally yes. anyone, goes to see these movies. No. One. It happened. We've
1: been waiting our whole. You're right. You know, it's like when you when I see like a basketball
3: game. You know, you know like. That's like, so foolhardy. No one could be expected to make it. That's why it has a chance of succeeding. It's so foolhardy, no one could be expected to make it. That's why it has a chance of succeeding. It's so foolhardy, no
2: one could be expected to make it. That's why it has
1: a chance of succeeding. All right, I'm looking at Invisicops. The fucking best TV show that never was created. I agree. Invisicops, I put a copyright (laughs) sign. By the way, internet, hearing this right now, I... Copyright Bill Lyon right now. Invisicops. Invisicops
0: notarized. Send it in the mail don't to ourselves. Don't even
1: try. Don't even try. I'm looking at the envelope right it's now. It's the
0: unopened postmarked envelope delivered to ourselves. Already own Invis-
1: Invisicops.com. Don't even. Don't even try. <laughs> don't even try. <laughs> Yeah, Invisicops. So wouldn't you love
0: to read a chooser adventure about Invisicops? Cops. Hell yes. Why would they not do a spinoff? Well, this guy never wrote another book.
3: But neither he nor your three policemen can be expected
1: to impose your laws on the man who was sworn to take this child as his bride. He could have been working on these all these years. Yeah. Maybe on a secret island, he's got like Invisicops, like the whole, like the Hardy Boys. There's freaking like 50 Invisicops. He commands hundreds, and I am but one.
0: You know, I never read The Three Megaton Gamble. I also never read. Points, his other book. But wouldn't you love to have read InvisiCops? Gulp. All of you take turns in drinking the liquid. At first you feel fine and then slightly dizzy. Peter gives a shout of surprise and points to Sarah. She's disappearing. Sure enough, all of you are becoming invisible. Professor Watchit claps his hands in glee. Oh goody, he exclaims. We had forgotten what the experimental liquid was supposed to do. All of you are delighted with being invisible. You easily walk past the guards and away from the evil laboratory. Two days later, you return to your homeland. You find that it's very easy to get into movie theaters and sporting events for free, because no one can see you. But that's not very satisfying. People keep bumping into you and stepping on your feet. Eventually, you become police detective. (laughs) Because you can't be seen, you can discover what is going on without being detected. That's one of my favorite lines in this whole book. Eventually, you just become police detectives. I love it, yeah. The word eventually is real funny there. There's so much implied that never, never has, never has so much been glossed over.
2: Ever since I can remember, we have moved from one place to the next. Moved before I got to know anyone.
1: There's like six, Episodes of Police Academy in between. I was just gonna
0: say beyond the entire series of Police Academy brushed away with that one eventually. That would be a good police academy. That right? would be the best police T. academy. Steve Gutenberg
1: is invisible and he shows up
0: and You just, don't even have to pay him. You just maybe hear him. <laughs> you could you could you could do this movie? With a
1: dead Steve Gutenberg. And I'm sure he's not is, dead yet, right? I, 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 don't, I don't think You're so. You're not going to uh, hear about that on the radio. <laughs>
0: Steve Gutenberg's <laughs> yeah, dead. Don't.
1: Yeah, just our nation goes into mourning.
0: And now Grand Funk Railroad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should not have sounded my victory cry. It came to my throat without thought. So yeah, dead Gutenberg and. You could, you just make the movie anyway with voice, just clips of his voice from I, other movies. I swear
0: to God, we talked about this like 20 years ago. One day, there yeah. will be there will be a computer sure. that will be able to, to edit buy the, the computer, voice. Yeah, you know, just I mean, he's got a body of work. You can take some lines from Cocoon, take some Get your from razor Blade, blade I mean, and the reel to reel, and just absolutely cut it up. <laughs> take go take into the... the vaults, slice it up, <laughs> make Invisicops. <laughs> Invisicops. You could that guy, you know, that you know, yeah. that Michael
1: Winslow does all the voices. You just or, replace
0: that guy. with with a fait. fucking computer, oh, I, th- I think I give him the work. <laughs> All right, I, I, yeah, yeah.
3: But neither he nor your three policemen can be expected to impose your laws on the man who was sworn to take this child as his bride.
1: So you and I, when that listen, Netflix. <laughs> we're up, we're on the ground floor of this choose your own adventure thing. We've been studying this for years. Invisicops, Cops. You and I, both buddy cops, but invisible. Lucifer Sam is our um, our theme. Is song. Theme music? fucking We're cool. invisible. Way cooler.
0: Oh, oh my god. god. So so invisible, so cool. (laughs) That's a great tagline right there too. So invisible, so So cool. cool.
1: All through the long night, the four of you trudge upward along the valley floor following the stream. Near dawn, you come to a small village. The people of the village have strange marks on their faces. Their skin is very dark, but they have blue eyes and blonde hair. Peter excitedly tells you that these are the famous blue mountain men. In sign language, the Blue Mountain Men tell you that they have no wish to be part of the modern world. They will not allow you to go back to civilization for fear that you will tell a curious world about their existence, but they will allow you to join the tribe and live with them in peace. You are assigned the job of being goat herder. A young boy of the tribe becomes your friend and teaches you to play the flute. Every day you wander the hills around the village with your herd, playing sweet tunes and letting the sun warm your body. You and your friends are quite content never to leave this peaceful place. And somehow you don't even miss the taste of ice cream. Brian, I didn't even make up that sweet tunes part of that. That's actually what said. And I know he didn't mean that in the same way. That's not like Napoleon Dynamite sweet no, tunes. No, no. He just really wanted the tunes to be sweet It'd on be that sweet. flute. It yeah. sounded cool This, this is like pre-jazz uh, flute of uh, the anchor man Will Ferrell. It's just sweet tunes on a flute. Zamfir of the goat herding village. I want to talk about this mummy. So there's a mummy in this cave you like, Find it. <laughs> you could. You get locked in this room, trapped in the tomb of a mummy, basically. And he comes up, and this is a funny part to me. He says, um, "Welcome to my tomb, the tomb of King Ramses the Great, not Ramses Ramses, <laughs> the lesser known pharaoh." And here's the part that I find super funny. I was buried here ten centuries ago in this my treasure mine. And then later he says. After you tell me the news of the past 1,000 years, I may let you go. Okay, 10 centuries, 1,000 years. What does this guy not know about human history? A 1,000-year-old mummy? Who is this mummy? Is this mummy Leif Erikson? What the fuck? Like, how does this guy... He's in charge of our nuclear weapons for America, and he doesn't know how old ancient Egypt is. That's fucking crazy. He thinks these mummies are from a 1,000 years ago in
0: Africa? That's fucking crazy. This well, is Bill. the middle fucking ages. Now, you know a lot of people think the pyramids were built by aliens, <laughs> oh. and a lot of them are probably way up in the could government, I, and you spend <laughs> a lot of time on your pleasure island, you're going to have a lot of wacky ideas. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) loose with time the roaring becomes louder and louder you clutch each other in horror suddenly the whole tunnel lights up in a flash and to your right you see a steel cage with a gorilla roaring and shaking the bars another flash of light and on your left a tiger growls at you from behind a bamboo fence darkness again cold squirming things hang down from the top of the tunnel brushing your heads ah snakes you think As you turn a bend in the tunnel, you find yourself in a lighted room. A very fat man rushes to the edge of the river and pulls you in with a long boat hook. He asks you for your ticket, and then is very angry when you don't have any. He explains that this is an underground tunnel of thrills, which is part of an amusement park owned by a wealthy Arabian oil sheik. You are escorted out of the park by the police and sent back to France. (laughs) Too bad. (laughs) Because you and your friends thought it was more fun than Disney World. (laughs) Perhaps you should rent a balloon and start over on page one. If not, this is the end.
1: Great. Another one of those crazy playing with the format endings, but man, it took me by surprise. I didn't think you were on an amusement park ride. I didn't either. You're dicking around
0: a cave for so long. Yeah, who knows when you go into these caves, well, you would have no idea. What, but to be part of an amusement underground park. amusement park, pretty cool. With gorillas and shit and Loved it. tigers, why would it have to be underground? I wonder. There's got to be something else going on. I mean, well, he mentions
1: Disney World, and what you're thinking here is it's a small world, Pirates of the Caribbean, those you know old school yeah, Disney that, rides. Yeah, what you would think. And like they kind of, ride, and they look like it, caves. You know? I mean, if you're if Pirates of the Caribbean, remember the old ride.
0: What's but built it, like a cave? But it says that it's an entire amusement park. Oh. So imagine an entire underground amusement park for an Arabian oil sheet. Wow, just for him. And the kids love it. They think it's better than Disney World. But you got to think, what the fuck else is in this place? It's just an amazing mental image. Yeah, yeah, you uh, got to like, think Space Mountain like, imagine, underground yeah. in a cave. Right? Main Street U.S. Flash Mountain. World. Underground, underground, underground. Sure. Everything about it is infinitely cooler because it's underground.
1: Well, I'm not with you there because of my caveophobia. So okay. this all sounds fucking terrifying. So you
0: to would me. much rather given the choice go to Disney World proper, Disney
1: World above ground as they <laughs> okay, call it now. Okay.
3: Perhaps he could permanently erase the terror he'd once seen in those
1: eyes. The exact opposite of that is getting out into outer frickin'
0: space. Which sounds great except if you're reading by balloon to the sahara you could only have one thing to say right now glebe Fogo. <laughs>
1: yeah when you're writing science fiction you gotta make up languages for the aliens you gotta, gotta make it. up nonsense words gotta do it glebe fogo and that's not just in this book this makes an appearance in on uh, it might be from number four for some reason D. determine r.a montgomery and edward packard kind of have this alien inside joke inside joke glebe fogo
4: Cut up space name give cut up space cut up funky space
2: name space name space name Funky space. Ma'am, 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 ma'am,
4: ma'am, ma'am.
1: So, the Saharan tribe needs the salt, and, but they need water, and the aliens have a ton of water because they use their laser drills to drill wow. under the sand, and they're
0: finding all this water that nobody knows is underneath the Sahara. Um, and you meet their illustrious leader, Maximus Leader. So, the description of the leader begins with one of my favorite sentences in the book. A gong bongs and a short man with ears that hang down to his knees enters. I am the maximum leader, he says in a deep voice.
4: You could. Give me some kind of funky space space name. Give me some kind of funky funky space.
0: I am the maximum leader, he says (laughs) in a deep voice.
2: See, I can answer that question.
0: (laughs)
4: Gigantic,
0: pointless earlobes. There's no reason any creature ever would ever have gigantic earlobes like this gigantic ears make sense why on earth would you ever have a giant earlobes See, i can answer that question <laughs> at last the door opens a man lets you out into the evening dusk believe flow he says shaking your hands he pokes you with his long fingers and is delighted when you squirm in laughter following him you enter a vast inflated dome where hundreds of the spacemen and women sit eating in what appears to be a cafeteria you all get into line he points to a pink mush which he calls Glebe Moga. Next, he drinks from a cup of green liquid and says, Glebe Orfit, and near the end of the line, where there are many colored plates of food which must be dessert, he says, Glebe Fogo. Then he leads you to the kitchen, where the men who are cooking push you towards a large door. You suddenly realize that this is a door to an oven and that you are Glebe Fogo, a spaceman's dessert. What a terrible end, but you hope that at the very least you will give them indigestion. The end. burp.
1: All right, going on a tour of space. I mean, here you think you're just. I
0: can tell you can't
1: wait to get out
0: of this alien.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, I, w- I was just looking for. I-, I enjoyed Africa. I enjoyed my my true balloon section of this. Yeah, book. I, I enjoyed can... the, the little boy with the meaning of life.
0: There's many many Loop, high points in this plan.
1: Um How about buried treasure of uh, Marco Polo discovering the lost city of Zunca? um just the i mean it's like brian it's like my life is passing before my eyes and like um, just a beautiful montage right now but what's not passing through my
0: eyes is dicking around in a cave and you know, hanging out with these long eared aliens i think the best ending from this whole alien uh, choice is actually a very weird space death oh out into infinite space and as you fall you see the stars wheel in circles and feel the cool rush of time across your mind.
1: Oh, nice! I didn't catch that. That's good writing.
0: Yeah, not Very too good. bad. Wow, so that's, that's like a
1: citizen watch commercial. Don't you get that vibe? Get me a citizen watch. <laughs> <laughs> dying in space.
4: Yeah, give, me kind of could, yeah, give me some kind of funky space name. You could. Give me some kind of funky space You should bleed
2: Give
4: funky space, space. name. Yeah, give me some kind of funky space name. Yeah, yeah, give me some kind of funky ma'am, space ma'am. name. You could kind of funky space name.
1: Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Brian, ma'am, I feel ma'am. like that kind of wraps a lot of this up. We gotta yeah, talk this, some uh, big picture stuff.
0: Let's get the stats. Let's get the box score of uh, By Balloon to the Sahara.
1: Yeah, okay, I got the box here. By Balloon to the Sahara has 117 pages, 40 endings, 21 of them are violent deaths, <laughs> 103 options, 51 choices, 16 characters, and 12 of those characters have names. Uh, let's get <laughs> to some violent deaths, shall we? All right. You or a loved one are going to die someday, possibly together. Before you die, make sure you get yourself Wolf's Bakery's delicious lemon fluff cake. Wolf's delicious. Bakery has been serving delicious lemon fluff cakes since 1939. Try it before you die. Wolf's Bakery, sponsor of this violent death list. Here we go, these are some, not all, some of the violent deaths you will experience in By Balloons the Sahara. Laser gun, cooked in oven, hurdle through outer space, trapped, starvation implied. Cave-in, avalanche, slave labor, thirst, buried alive, eaten by a monster, drown, drown, sword, freeze, drown, sharks. another episode of reading roulette the world's only choose your own adventure literary podcast shoot us an email readingroulette.podcast at gmail.com listen to us at readingroulette.podbean.com or wherever fine podcasts are sold or give us a like on facebook at uh, Reading Roulette podcast for reading roulette and brian ward i'm bill lyon reminding you that Whether you're pro-choice or pro-gun, we can all agree to be pro-reading and pro-adventure.
0: of cannibals and it was saying what a horrible choice that humans would be to eat and it had a giant graph with all the different species that humans would have eaten back in the day well it's a lot of uh, muscle not a lot of you know fat. to eat one person uh, was literally like a lunchtime snack